Jeez. Oh, oh my hey, god! Hey, guys, going on live on Talk. <laughs> oh my god! Such a way to start this yeah. week's episode. Really, really. Oh. Hey, Brad, it's gonna be one of those episodes. It's our start. Expect anything less. Oh god. But anyway, oh so to kick off this episode, we have B. Rad Dylan of the New Fury. Everyone, say hi to him right now. Say hi. Hello. Well, hi. How you doing? What up? I got my main girl Melissa on the crew tonight. Hey. I got a stranger oh. named Lauren over here too. What it do? <laughs> the <Close. laughs> that, 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 That's a greeting, and I'm Molly. I'm sorry. So, you're, you're always sorry. It doesn't really... I am always sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I'm, I'm going to go get sorry, but who's <laughs> sorrier for letting me do this? <laughs> I, it's an outlet now. So just, like, unwind and just, like... Anyway, so we started the shows by asking everybody how their day was. And we haven't seen Lauren in a minute, so... Hey, girl. Hey. Hey. My day... Hey, what's good? My day was not that exciting. I got a desk at Ikea, which was pretty rad. And I altered band t-shirts that otherwise would not have fit me. So, there you go. Hey, sick. All right, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of band tees are you talking uh, Actually, it, it's a straight from the path shirt and two comeback kid shirts that I picked up at a, their Philly show. Not this past Friday, but the Friday before. Oh, sick, sick. Yeah, dude, it was awesome. You need to tell me whenever you're in Philly so we can just be like real friends. real friends. Yeah. I forget wow. that that's where you live, <laughs> which is so fucking that. stupid because that's where I met you. Why the fuck weren't you at that show anyway? What are you doing with your life? I don't, I got a lot of shit. Well, if you tell me about these shows, maybe I'll go out to them. All right, then I'll tell you next time. Okay, we'll be real okay. cool, my guy. All right, all right. <laughs> we'll be better friends now. <laughs> we good. You, you good? I'm good. <laughs> you good? I'm good. <laughs> hey, 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 Melissa, how was your day? Oh, wait, hold on. Before we jump into Melissa, I do want to say I'm proud of you for wanting to improve your life. I see you smoking a vape now. Yeah, I have my little dorky vape pen because I quit smoking like a month and a half ago. Nice. And I smoked a pack a day for 13 years. So, yep, I have my little... Oh, hippy-dippy vaporizer. How's it working? Is that a name of the flavor that you're smoking, or...? Uh, the flavor that I'm smoking is menthol and orange put mm. together, because I had both, and I was like, why not put them together? It's surprisingly so, good. Really? It is, yeah. You wouldn't think so. It's it's kind of like, I don't know, it's kind of like a Sprite. Huh. I feel like that'd be like brushing your teeth and then drinking orange juice. Directly? No, it's not yeah. at all. Oh, no. interesting. Yeah. And I'm sorry, yeah. what Sprite are you drinking that it tastes like mint and then like a hint of zesty oranges? I don't drink you... a lot of Sprite, so maybe that was a terrible analogy. <laughs> 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 yeah, it tastes like Sprite, because I'm totally fucking familiar with that. I think, I, it tastes, I think it tastes like meatloaf. By the way, I've never had meatloaf before, but it just looks as if it tastes like meatloaf. How have you not had meatloaf before? Oh, my God. <laughs> no, I've had it before. That was just an analogy. Oh. Okay. It's just a terrible analogy, like all the terrible analogies that I just made. But, yeah. Got it, got no, it's, it. 
been fine. Actually, I think the only reason that I haven't killed anybody is because I started a medication that's supposed to, that, like, it interrupts the way that nicotine affects your brain. And I I guarantee you without that, I could not have stopped. No, that sounds... Yeah, it just makes, makes you not give a shit about smoking anymore, or give a lot less of a shit. Mm. So, mm. well, we're gonna have a conversation about, about about that. Yeah, I can, yeah, we'll 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 wrap it up about that later. But for right now, Melissa, how about you today? Um, it was a day. Um, <laughs> I yeah, it was a day. But over the past weekend, I went up to up north, which is like Traverse City, Sleeping Bear Dune. So we went. I went hiking with a bunch of friends. And we went wine tasting. So it was like a little getaway. And it was with a bunch of my sorority sisters. So, so Are you so. sure you're punk? Because I'm you, like half you punk, went to wine tasting with your sorority sisters. And I'm not too sure if you're punk anymore. <laughs> my sorority is not your stereotypical sorority. When you think of sororities, we're not what you think of. Because it's a local sorority, so we're, we have a lot of different standards. And each sorority out of my college has basically, which is cool. So they're not the typical sorority. Like, every, like when you see me, that's basically the girls in my sorority. So if that makes sense. That doesn't sound that bad. Yeah. No, no, it's more fun. Yes. Yeah, we're cool. We're fun. Yeah. I believe you. I believe you. What school do you go to? Um, Hope College. Well, I graduated from Hope College. Um, it's a small private school in the west side of Michigan. Um, oh, okay. So, yeah, that's cool. I liked it. I had fun. Tight. Yeah. Now, what kind of wines did you guys taste? Um, we tasted because the area that we're in we were in, is known for their Michigan cherries, so we tasted a lot of cherry wine, which was fun. And cherry wine, what is it? Is that, is that like an actual thing? Because like, it's standing out in my mind like it is. Yeah, I mean, it's, I guess it's like a thing. Some of them had like, was like mixed with grapes and mixed with cherries, and then one was 100% cherries, which was really good, and then there was a store that just had all cherry stuff, and they had everything from like cherry horseradish to chocolate-covered cherries to Dude. Cherry soda pop to like cherry Dude. ice cream, and they had this like cherry jam jalapeno jam, which was to die for. That sounds amazing. That sounds fantastic. I don't even and drink they... alcohol, and I want to drink cherry wine now. <laughs> it was it was oh, good. We're gonna break edge for cherry wine out of all the things. <laughs> edge, edge, edge break 2015. <laughs> edge break. Edge cherry wine. <laughs> Yo, put them fruits down, man. They're going to ferment. They're going to fuck with your life. Oh, God. Oh, Christ. Hey, Dylan. Our man of the hour. Hey, Dylan. Hello. Rad. B-Rad. Are you okay that I use B-B-Rad? Because, like, I went to go use it online. I'm like, nah, he he doesn't know me like that. But I'm like, he's going to, so I might as well use it for all the marketing. Yeah. um, People have been calling me that for probably like 10 plus years ever since that one movie with uh, Jamie Kennedy was out. It was, uh, Wait, I Malibu's forget most what it was Do what? Malibu's Most Wanted? Yes, bingo. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, it, it's so funny because it's not even really that good of a movie, but 
since my sense of humor is kind of childish. For instance, all those John Cena videos, I laugh at every single one. You know, <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, they are the world's all best. All my friends thing. are obsessed. I, and it's so funny because, like, each one is, like, outdone by the other, and it's just so beautiful. Yep. <laughs> there was oh one God. I saw that someone had taken a parody of, you know, the um, Legend of Zelda clip when Link finds something inside of the um, box. And it's like, and he opens the box and he pulls it out and it's and it's John Cena's face. But not only is it John Cena's face, they animated his face to match the breathing style of Link. Oh my god! Gosh, that's ridiculous. I'm like, the internet's beautiful, man. It's it's. I simultaneously love and hate it at the same time. I'm just like, God, what? You know, if the internet didn't exist. What could all of these brilliant minds be putting their brain power towards? Oh my god, Instead curing cancer? John Cena <laughs> yeah. we, we would already have Mars colonized by now. Seriously, yeah. Yeah. we would just be totally productive people. But anyway, I'm, before we jump into the random conversation, because I'm supposed to be asking, Brad, how was your day? I'm sorry, we, we almost went off on that. Oh, that's okay. Um, today was pretty good. I, I mean, I work overnights, so my schedule's a little bit different than all the normies out there. But, um, yeah, I pretty much got home, um, held my son for about an hour, and then was like, yeah, I'm going to bed tonight. And then I woke up at, like, 3, uh, did more things with the baby, mainly just watching him play on the floor. And apparently he likes playing in the laundry basket. Yeah, I have no idea why. Uh, I like playing in the laundry basket, so who can blame him, really? <laughs> it's crazy. Um, who can blame a guy? He, the, the kid had so much fun in there, it's ridiculous. <laughs> but after that, uh, pretty much did some errands for my girlfriend, and then ran back to the house, picked up a friend, dropped him off in Igor City to get on the Greyhound bus, and then went to work, and then... Bam, here I am. Bam, just like that. Nice. Nice. Where do you work that you do overnights? Uh, I'm, well, as uh, as Ollie likes to say, uh, I'm probably going to call myself this from now on, but I am a security agent at a 55 and up community. Ooh. Fancy. Yeah. Ooh. Security agent. <laughs> now, now, do you see the reaction that, that you got when you said security agent and now like security guard? you say security guard, people are going to think like, oh, Paul Blart. But like the moment you think like security agent. It's... <laughs> you think secret agent man, secret agent man. Basically. Yeah. It's going to be so good. Wait one second. Yeah, um... Artie's calling me. Hello. But yeah, it, it's quite literally the easiest job I've ever had. I mean, I'm 25, and to give you an idea, I'm kind of, uh, I've always been kind of behind the bell curve as far as um, dating, working, and stuff like that goes. So I'm kind of late to the party on everything. But yeah, um, in the two or three years that I've actually held down a full-time job, easiest stuff I've ever done. Because even if one job doesn't work out, there's always another to take its place. And we're pretty much guaranteed to make at least nine fifty an hour. Some t- or, uh, for instance, the job I'm about to start, uh, in addition to this one, I think this weekend, I'll be making ten fifty an hour. So it kind of goes up and up and up. And 
pretty much all I'm doing is walking around a little bit every night, which isn't too bad. And the, all the or all the senior citizens here offer me cookies and milk, so it's oh, really good. Dude, that sounds awesome. That's absolutely amazing. You earn a paycheck, and then you also get cookies and milk. I you can't beat that, you know. And, That's and really tight. Yeah. There's a gas. What kind of cookies? Across, so. uh, a couple days ago, I got oatmeal raisin, and I think. Uh, a couple weeks before that, I got like peanut butter, and then uh, it's it's really between peanut butter and oatmeal raisin. What the hell? <laughs> like I want cookies. Butter. That's so good. I know, right? I now, awesome. absolutely amazing. I want cookies. Oh my hmm? god! I, you can't beat that, you know. Same. <laughs> Are we tripping out? I have no idea, but. Anyway, yep. but see, I was gonna say, Brad, cool. when, uh, when you were saying that, like, you know, you're kind of like behind the ball with, like, you were you were saying like dating and stuff. I mean, like, so far you seem to be doing pretty well. Your job pays well. You have a baby. So I mean, like, hey, you can't be too far back between anybody else. Yeah, yeah right? um, it, it, it's interesting. Yeah. Um, because before I held down a full time job. And uh, and stuff like that before I even met my well, I I call her my fiance, but I'm giving her the ring in like a month. Um, Wait, does she know? Wait, what are you doing? This is public. Wait, is this supposed to be a surprise? <laughs> well, who knows? Um, <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> wait, 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 have you proposed to her yet? Wait, what? Have you proposed to her yet? No, um, unfortunately, she already knows I have the ring because she found. Oh, oh okay. I'm, I'm like, this is not I got scared for a hot sack. Yeah, this is. I bought it like. Fuck, but I mean, like, no, have goals, man. Cool. Yeah, I bought it like a year ago, and I wasn't, you know, I wasn't expecting to give it to her for the longest time, and then she's like, Brad, what is this? I'm like, uh, one ring to rule them all. I don't know. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my Incredible. gosh. Absolutely beautiful. Oh, that's great. <laughs> now, see, at least like like if that were me, I would be too nervous and like I wouldn't know what to say. I'd be for it's for somebody else, and then like I'd be in like way more trouble than if I were to just say it's for you. So. <laughs> yeah. It's for yeah. somebody else. I would just like if I found that though, I wouldn't ask. I'd be like, oh shit, I better put this back. And Put wait. that thing that yeah, here. Before, so help me. I don't want to spoil it for him, you know? I don't know. And then, no, yeah. Uh, I'd do the same thing. I'd be like, I'd be like, ah, uh, yeah, no. <laughs> be like, shit, I better put that back. You better, you better put that shit back. Yeah, but I mean, like, I, the only thing that, I do like, like, having, like, big elaborate things. So, like, I guess if that were to ever happen, I probably would be like pretty bummed, and I would probably hope that the person would just want to be like, "No, I just didn't see this." Exactly. Exactly. That's what I would do. I'm with you there. That's pretty. That's pretty sick. So like, um, I'm. I was gonna somehow segue into something about marriage, but that seems to be like an odd subject to talk about with all of us. Yeah. <laughs> hey guys, what's your ideal age to get married? Well, I actually know. I guess we could talk. We could talk, talk about sex and how Lauren has apparently a secret porn. <laughs> <laughs> secret porn. 
time I go hand in hand. Hey, Brad, you want to sword? Yeah. Okay, so for for where'd you go? With the, oh my gosh! For poor Brad, who has no context for this conversation. What's going on? Um. So I, I for whatever reason, in the last like oh my hours, I got like thirty plus friend requests on Facebook, and oh. I'm like. Why? What is this? I have no idea why. But do I have a secret porno out that I don't know about? Oh, wow. So who knows? Maybe. If it if if it's out there, I want I'm I'm concerned and confused, but but yeah, I don't know. Why else would you That's get the like thirty of the porno concerned and confused? Huh? Concerned and confused? Yeah. That's, That's probably how anybody who watched it yeah. would feel. Like, honestly, if I'm involved, they're probably just going to be concerned and confused because this is me we're talking about. <laughs> now, see, if, if if the portal ever does service, you should take, like, the intro to it and play it before your shows, kind of, kind of like how certain bands do that with their shows. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I mean... I mean... It would definitely be a good way to be like fuck you and like society's like sex standards for women. So I'm actually not opposed to. I need to make a secret porno so that I can do this now. And you can actually, get royalties. I'm I'm you using cash. Come on now. To the merch. These are the best ideas. <laughs> Just buying them down. <laughs> we're full right, of We're to our table. We're a touring band. It's gonna be fifteen dollars for shirts. Five bucks for cassettes. Fifteen dollars for the DVD of my porno. <laughs> Well, see, you can do this now with your porno with uh, Jason Alba. Jason Alba, fuck off. <laughs> All right, so oh we were God. also talking talk, talk before the podcast had started if we would have our top three, like, porn people, if we were ever have, like, a crazy porno. And we're definitely going to talk about this because this is now the Brian Stars podcast. Melissa, who is your top three sex people? No. Um, give me a moment to think. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't, um, I didn't, I didn't, I need, need a second. Who did I say? I said it was going to be Jessica Alba. I said it was going to be, um, Carmen Electra. And the third one, um, I said someone different, but I'm going to throw Zoe Zaldana in there as well. Just because if we're thinking, like, just crazy sex movies, then, that's shit, a good I'm in call. Yeah. That's okay. a really good call. Uh, oh, no, shit. I think I have mine. Okay. Yeah. Do I have, do I have mine? Okay. Yes. Don't judge because some of these are just weird, and I just think they're absolutely gorgeous. Um. It really can't get weird unless you you say like Jason Alexander. Like that would be like the only really. Okay. <laughs> uh, like Jason Alexander, <laughs> Danny DeVito, and like. Oh my god. Oh, the Danny DeVito one just like terrified me. Like. Oh my gosh! No. No, 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 no. No, actually, you know what? That is actually going to be Melissa. Melissa, you don't get get a choice. You're going to have sex with, with, with George Costanza. <laughs> no. No, shit. No, I want to hear Melissa's. I want to hear Melissa's. Okay. I'm going to go half Parks and Rec here and do Chris Pratt and Adam Scott. Oh, I love Chris Pratt. He is just adorable. Yeah, he's awesome. He's attractive men, yeah. But yeah, no, I'm madly in love with Adam Scott. Um, And then... I'm going to throw in Megan Fox because she's my girl crush and I absolutely love her. 
It's like, why not? But see, I would be afraid of those hands. And I... Uh, Ashton Kutcher, then? Um, Ashton Kutcher. Interesting. Did you, you mean, watch a lot of that? Oh, no, my internet's not doing well. Everyone is glitching. Oh, she just glitched out. Oh, no. <laughs> All right, well, well, Brad. Yo. I don't know how comfortable you are with this conversation, but... Hmm. Who's in your top three sets? <laughs> if you were to be in a porno with anybody. It's fun for everyone, I think. <laughs> it's, just, it's just a fun, wild time for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, well, honestly, they would probably all be musicians. Um, that's, that's okay. I, I, I'm afraid if I mention names that some of them will hear this and become slightly uncomfortable, but... Um, <laughs> Oh, God, that's awkward. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I, I guess YOLO. So uh, what's her <laughs> from, uh, from uh, Tiger's Jaw? She's pretty cool. Uh, <laughs> you don't even know her <laughs> name, and you want her to be in a porno with you? Wow. Now that I know, like, what tier we're talking about, it's actually, like, people we actually could, like, talk to in the future. Now it got weird. Yep. <laughs> I would have said like Jimmy That's and Brett McCracken, but no, like like she is she she's actually very beautiful. There's also another girl from um if we're, we're poor porn aside, um was it the one girl from um Adventures? Oh yeah, uh, and she's in Code Orange Kids too. Um, it's like Reba something. Yeah, not 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 the girl that's also in Code Orange, but um. Oh wait. I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, the, because she's also in Lilith, too, and they're, like, very side project. These are, like, very, like, look, oh, God, are we those kind of kids now? I feel really bad. Probably. <laughs> I'm not going there. This is what, I, this is what no. I get for trying to have, like, a, oh, guys, we're going to be talk. We're Ron Street. I'm Brian Stars. And it's just, like, yeah, they're going to be touring in my basement next week. Al, you want to interview them? Like, nope, not anymore. Mm -mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That, that's what I said. Well, hey, Brad, um, let's, let's, I don't know. I don't know. Um, let's talk about movies. Movies. <laughs> Are we just oh, wait, not no. doing mine? That's cool. That's fine. I didn't want to talk about it anyway. Wait, I, want, I want to hear Lauren. We only did one of mine. Well, like Keith Buckley from Every Time I Die, obviously. Um, and then... Jennifer Lawrence, because Jennifer be Lawrence. Afraid. I would be afraid of that. Valid. What? <laughs> You'd be afraid of what? Sex with her? Are you kidding me? Why? <laughs> I'm pretty sure it would be like, oh, you want to do it? Then like, I don't know, like something would go like the slightest awry, and like she would like start to become the dominant one and just start beating the fuck out of me. I could see it but, happening. But I don't this know is why. me we're dealing with. But this is me we're dealing with. And apparently Keith Buckley's also there. We're fine. Like, we're already fucking nuts. <laughs> this is already three bad fit psycho people. Like, who else are we going to throw into this shit show? Um, Macklemore. Yep, there we go. Okay, I really hope your porno's real now, because that would be awesome. Huh? What? My secret porno? I 
hope it's real, because with Macklemore, oh my gosh. I know. <laughs> I, mean, I have a, I I have a very weird obsession with him. It's strange. It. We have, we no, wait, okay. What? No. His new, his new song, it's like Downtown or something like that. I love it. It's, it's so fun. So fun. It, it's it's just like a fun song. And like so far, yeah. I think Macklemore is doing really well in in the like the just the fun rap scene. He's kind of like a, a little bit more serious little Dicky. I I fucking love little Dicky. I fucking love him. Yeah. We have were you, actually just watching um the making of Save That Money last night, and it's one of the funniest little twenty minute documentaries I've ever seen. I was like pissing myself. <laughs> Fucking pure genius, pure genius. Oh, okay, all right. So, so just to give you guys context, I don't know if Brad or Melissa, if you guys have heard of um Lil Dicky, but he's a rapper. He's he takes himself pretty seriously, but he's also like a very lighthearted rapper too. Like he'll do rap about like his ex girlfriend and like, or, or sorry, his girlfriend and like her ex boyfriend's dick. Um, because the physics of his dick just don't make any sense. Yeah, uh, every song you bring up, I I will have I'll be able to sing it. I love him. Uh, wait, what's it? What's the song? Um, let let me smash. No, let me freak. Let me let me freak. Let me freak. Just let me freak. I I literally was just listening to that song earlier today. But he, he's a rapper, so it's, it's very cool. I don't know if you guys have heard. I guess not. It's just now the Mia Lauren show. I'm sorry. He's, he's a very, very, very white Jewish kid from Philly. Like, Perfect. like the epitome of white Jewish, like, upper middle class kid from Philly. And he's fucking hilarious. And he raps really yes. well, too. And that's, like, so, the other thing. Exactly. So that's a yeah, he's thing. he's very clever and extremely good at what he does. All right. So. so so now let's go on to another subject, which actually, Melissa, I, I didn't know. Did you have a Disney question for me before yes, we switch I off? Do. You do? Okay, all right. What's your Disney question for, for tonight? Okay. Why did Mushu get demoted in his position on in Mulan's family? And what did he get voted from? To what? The official gong ringer. Mm-hmm. He was kicked out for... I... 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 Okay, so, um, moving on. So, we have, um... I... <laughs> I'm just gonna give up on... Ah! Give up. Yes! I win! Yes! Yes! Let me see... <laughs> See, now we have to play the Harry Potter game because you've obviously been dethroned from your thing of choice. What was the answer? Okay, so the answer was um, he failed to protect soldier Fading um, from decapitation. (gasps) Jesus Christ! Yeah. Man, this is this is like the first time, man. So for those listening at home and Brad as well, um, I I've been telling Melissa to to feed me Disney questions because I pride prided myself on um knowing all the Disney knowledge around, and now I just right lost. And I did come up with a with a punishment for me. I'm actually going to when we come back from hiatus for at least three episodes, I will not say the N word. 
I should make up your punishment. I think that's what I should do. Alright, nigga, that's fine fine by me. But so, um... So, um... What what I've always liked about the, the the new Fury, and which I kind of wanted to dive into, is that um, it's not only music; it's 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 a lot of other things that go along with. Um, it's kind of pop culture, and like kind of like stays on relative information, right? Yeah, um, and I I would say I probably post about three quarters of the things on there. It used to be a lot more than that, and occasionally it's a little bit less. But yeah, it, it it's kind of. Uh, it's kind of what you would find if you went into my brain and what I think about and what I enjoy for 24 hours. Because, uh, for instance, last night I posted like the the new X Files trailer on there, and I don't think I'm st- more stoked about anything else right now than the X Files coming back for six episodes. I was gonna say like that's like a big thing that's gonna happen. So like, did you follow the X Files like when it first came out? Um. Yeah, well, I, I I don't know how old you guys are. Probably maybe a couple years younger than me. I I'm about to be 26, and uh, oh, I'm older than you. Oh lord. up in this bitch. But yeah, you know, little fetus old me. Good <laughs> one. I'm sorry. But yeah, um, I I, I wouldn't say I fall because. No. You know, I was four when this when the series was starting, but when I was probably like six or seven, I really started watching it, and uh, and I I wouldn't say I'm like a total science fiction nerd or anything, but I had always really enjoyed the series because it made you laugh just as much as it it did. Uh, it carried like uh, suspense and stuff like that. So it's a, it's a series that I always really enjoyed. And when it was taken off the air, I kind of knew, okay, um, you know, it's probably time, but for a good 10 years, it was probably the most important show on television. Because when when in the show's inception, really no other shows like that, or even shows, period, uh, used, uh, you know, mobile phones, Alien conspiracies, uh, email, stuff like that, the internet. None of that was really a thing in 1993. So, you know, I always really enjoyed the show for those things. And now that it's coming back for even six episodes, I'm I'm super stoked about it. Now, are these going to be, like, hour-long episodes, or are they just doing, like, a six-episode arc and, like, that's it? Um, they say it's going to be six episodes and that's it. Although the first, the first episode, it's like January 4th or something. I think it's after, uh, one of the NFL divisional playoffs or something. Um, and the interesting about thing about the X-Files is that they would often have the second half of the season premiere right after, you know, the Super Bowl or a big sporting event to get people to tune in and yeah. obviously huge success. But yeah, it's supposed to be just six episodes to kind of wrap up this wrap up some loose ends of the series. But people like me are hoping that it does so incredibly well, which it most likely will, that they'll keep going. Yeah. Because if if that happened, let me tell you, I would be really excited. But <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you a thing. <laughs> yeah, dude, Lance is going to shit his pants over this. I was going to say, Lance, Lance is a big yeah. X-Files dude. Yo loves the X-Files. 
Now, I was just never been able to get into it like other people have. Um, it. I don't want to say say like it seems uninteresting, but it was just kind of like a show that was just like, well, it's there, and it really didn't like. But but I mean like it has a cult following, which is awesome. So like mm-hmm. hopefully you guys will be. It's really like fans like you guys that would be able to bring a show back. Oh, definitely. Now, speaking of things that are coming back, Nickelodeon finally had spilled some beans on the splat. Is anyone as excited for that as I am? Because, like, I'm about it. Like, I'm far about, about it. About what? Like, Tell me. Same. All right, guys. So 90s channel. Is, 90s channel. Let, let me, let me Wait, tell really? you. Wait, really? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's like a real, real thing. What Nickelodeon's doing is that they're going to be um, putting on a block of television very similar to Adult Swim but just dedicating it to all of um, old television series. Like, they're going to be bringing back... Listen to this fucking lineup. They're bringing back, like, Salute Your Shorts. Yo! Um, yeah. yeah. Yo! Really old <laughs> shit. Um, Camp on Wanna, we hold you in our hearts, and when we think about you, it makes me want to fart. <laughs> I don't know many friends that can sing that, let alone myself. So that's, I'm actually very proud. I'm very proud of you. I'm very proud. But you. Bring it I up. used to watch that every single day. I that was before my 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 time. I know of the show, but it was definitely before my time. It was great. <laughs> Clearly. Now, I mean, I'm all about. I thought that they were actually going to make it into its own um, channel. But I guess uh-huh. it kind of makes sense that they would do it. It's like from like 10 to 6 in the morning. That kind of makes sense. Yeah, yeah I, I guess in it does. Ways. Now, like, what was your, what were your guys, I'm going to now open this to the panel. What was your guys, like, ultimate Nickelodeon show that you would want to see air on there? Oh, shit. Oh, God. How do you ask that? Fucking, hey, I would. Are you guys? I would love to see old, like, Are You Afraid of the Dark? They're bringing that it back. was my jam. Bring it back to you, yep. Yes! <laughs> well, they would have to bring it back to you. Afraid afraid of the dark. Like, that was... Yeah. Yeah, that was awesome. I yeah. mean, Doug, a... obviously. Oh, yes, yes. Oh, my gosh. That'd be great. Hey, Arnold. The now, actually, hey, Arnold. the thing about, about Hey, Arnold is that, like, what they might be starting to do, what they might be starting to do, um, what they might start doing is um, rebooting some of these old series. Like, they might oh, reboot really? A. Arnold, and they might reboot Rugrats. I don't know how I feel about that. Really? Like, new like new episodes. Yeah. Like new episodes, yeah. Brad, you're taking now, your head. Now, would it be the same people? That's the question. Oh, well, if, well what? Are they just going to replace Tommy with some black baby? Like No, oh. no. No, that's not what I'm saying. Would it be, like, the, like, the same... Writers. Oh, I I highly doubt it. Only because when you reboot That's a series, you typically don't yeah. keep the same writers. Yeah. Because so, it's a reboot, you know. It would be like if they were to reboot the Indiana Jones series, they wouldn't use the same writers. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, like I mean, like I feel like that's the kind of thing that it could either be fantastic or just fucking lame. So you wait and see. Now, Brad, you, also, were, you were in your head. Oh, well, go. Ignore me. <laughs> so, my, my, my beagle, my beagle. No, my, 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 my. I got you. I got you. 
But anyway, yeah, right. You were saying you were shaking ahead with the, with the no to reboots. What's your opinion on reboots and why not? Okay, well, I wouldn't be a hundred percent totally against it, but there's certain things, that, uh, you know, Rugrats, Hey Arnold, those are two of my favorite shows. I, I still watch those, and huh. uh, uh, there's some things in life that have reached a uh, an end point, and I feel like if they actually tried to reboot those shows, I don't I don't know how well that would go over. Now. Before I pass complete judgment, I would, you know, I'd want to see if something like that would work with another pilot episode. Uh, and if it did, then I'd definitely give it a chance. Uh, but, uh, like I said, there's some things in life, uh, for instance, the Under Oath reunion. Look, I love Under Oath. I, I run into Spencer all the time because I live like 10 minutes from him in, in St. Pete. But, uh, no, no, must be nice. Must be nice. <laughs> It, it is, not going to lie. Um, <laughs> but th there's something in life I mean, you, that... Like, you took that very well. you just like, yeah, Spencer just lives like, down the street. And we're just like, okay, sure. We're just homies. <laughs> yep. But anyway, well, go on. Okay. But yeah, you know, there's some. There's just some things in life that reach an end point, and I felt like... I, I kind of felt like Under Oath was that point, you know? There was mm -hmm. a sense of finality in it. You know, this is their final show... This is everything they've worked for in their career. Everybody came back to, every member pretty much came back to play a part in it. And when when they you know when they just reunited and they're going to be playing shows early next year, I mean I'm excited for it for people who never got a chance to see them. I saw them three times, so. Um, okay, so that. But yeah, I, I mean I, I'm definitely not like mad about it, but. I, I, as someone who's been a big fan of them for a while, and I thought, okay, this is the end, and that's okay. You know, coming back to uh, barely two years later, I feel a little bit uh, cheated, I guess. I, I don't know if that's the right word for it, but no, uh, I just, I, yeah, that's valid. Yeah. That's a fair because point. Like, when you when you break down bands and like. Let's say they make a whole big shebang out of. Let's say people went over to My Chemical Romance the last time they played the Black Parade. It that was a really huge event that they wanted to portray. Like not only did they um, they did their whole Black Parade is Dead tour, and then they went out to Mexico, they made the DVDs, and then they did their whole like final shows. And let's just say they were to get back together and be like, all right, the Black Parade's gonna play one last show. It's like, no, it's. It's actually very dead and it's very gone. <laughs> oh, sorry, Mackenzie. No, no, my brother just walked upstairs as we were talking <laughs> for the past week over in the Bayhead community. We've been talking about um, the the prospect of a MyChem reunion. No, sorry, guys. Anyone li listening at home? Anyone that might be walking up the stairs? Any family member that might be in the room? MyChem is still bro broken up. Sorry to tell you guys. Oh man. <laughs> But so so okay so Brad, so what show would you want to see back on Nickelodeon or on the Splat? Hmm. Honestly, I would probably say Legends of the Hidden Temple. That was oh, such. Oh, dude, yeah, yes. I can't believe I didn't think of that. Yes, one hundred percent. Oh, oh, hold up. There's there's one show that would be even better, and it's more realistic. That's Double Dare. What? I think Don't, both have potential I actually, to come up. 
No, I don't think Double Dare was on the list, but Legend of the Hidden Temple was definitely on the list. I Dude, can we like know Legend of the Hidden Temple used to replay on um, Nick Sports? I wish can we talk on that show? Legend of the Hidden Temple, because yeah. like, there were some real idiots that played that show. Uh, no kidding. <laughs> Like, I know. Like, honestly, That's why I want to go on it because I would kick ass. Like half the people on it, it's like, what the fuck are you doing? Like don't whatever. And like everyone like fucked up over by 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 the monkey when they went to go to the statue. Each and every time they would like look at the statue as if it's not a real animal and be like, oh yeah, the 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 the, the butt goes like right on top of the head, and then it's just like, what? No. What kind of best monkey have you ever run into at a zoo that would emulate what's in front of you right now, you dumb shit? It's the ass face monkey, obviously. It's the ass face, it's apparently. <laughs> and you're just like, man, I could be going to, like, what, what do they always use to give away NASA space camp? Man, that shit looks right? fun. Yeah. Fucking idiots would not know what to do with them. Yeah. With them. You want to send them to space camp? They can't put together a statue, a three-piece statue. <laughs> <laughs> and you want those kids would not know what to do. They would die. They would maker. all die. It's oh, really. Oh my god, that's so funny. <laughs> oh Lord, that's crime. Um, hey, dude is also gonna join the, the yes. one. Brad, you might that know. That's a good one. Yo, they gonna throw rocket power on that shit? That was my they jam. Are. That was um, good. All right, so Melissa, which one are you looking forward to? Or if you could put put one on, what would you well, I'm so yeah. Well, I have to say definitely Doug. Um, I'm very excited for Rugrats. Yep. Okay. And then I would have loved to see Rocket Power. Rocket Power. Rocket Power is not you on can, there. You can catch Rocket Power on this is um the nineties are all that. What? Like they're many, yeah. Oh really? Uh, yeah, they put all. What is this? Hmm. Wait. Really? That's a thing. I've never heard of that. Yeah, that's a thing. Yeah. Um. Hashtag the '90s are all that is like their kind of prerequisite block to the splat, which I want to say ran during the weekends on Nickelodeon during like from 10 to 6 a.m. or on TV from like 10 to 6 a.m. Yeah, something like that. It was something along the lines of that. This shit makes me wish I had cable. I'm getting a news break. Uh, it says Monday through Friday, the 90s are all that from midnight to 5 a.m. on. It doesn't fucking matter. On, on TT Nick. Anyway, it's on, on T Nick. So if you want to catch old episodes that are kind of like the splash okay. going there. That's awesome. I'm, I honestly want to see old episodes of Kablam. Like, I, that's all Dude. I really want. That was like and, the fucking. Robot chicken of like our generation. They were, and like, the, and the one thing that I really appreciated about um, Kablam, and then I'll make this point, and we'll go into Brad's interview. Um, with television series like Kablam and Oh Yeah cartoons, they were like the prerequisite to what you would see for like all the kids shows that are like um, Adventure Time. Oh yeah. Or like. Um, like, like, a lot of these the, the shows are kind of, like, pushing the boundaries with their different art style and, like, just kind of, kind of like, potty humor. All, oh, yeah, cartoons really pushed, like, for, for animation, um, interesting storylines, because we also got a few television shows from Oh, Yeah, Cartoons. Um, um, My Life is a Teenage Robot. They used that to play a pilot. Um, 
Very Odd Parents, they use that as a pilot, and, oh. like, that episode is just ridiculous. And that was with, like, Cosmo and, like, his suave voice. Like, I don't know what happened to Cosmo between, like, season, like, what, like, one and then season three? He was like, oh, I'm going to talk like this. And then, like, Wanda punched him, and then she's like, ah, I'm going to talk like this. <laughs> but I really, pre- I really appreciate it for them wanting to keep hand animation in the, um, in, in the relevant if that's a set sentence, because we're now losing a lot of hand animation stuff. Um, the yeah. producing company that, that did Oh Yeah Cartoons and Kamblam is actually Channel Ferdinand, which now has its own channel on YouTube that produces shows like um, The Bravest Warriors and the same company that does now Adventure Time. Mm-hmm. And hand-drawn car- animations are kind of going by the wayside, and it's depressing. Like, I love huh. Disney. I love... The animators still need to make money, and, like, everything's being computerized, and it's like, nah, man, there's a <laughs> literal art form in hand-drawn cartoons. Yeah. And that's Oliver's rant on cartoons. So, anyway, um... Stand up for your local hand animator. <laughs> Stand up for your local hand animations. We're a music podcast. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> doing this right. Oh, God. Oh, uh, so, hey, Brad. Hello. How are you? Ah, uh, very good. I could use some Gatorade right now, though. Same. I have, I have old beer, <laughs> which I don't want to drink. Oh, sure. lovely. I have Red Bull. Like, weeks old. So, anyway, this is the part of the story podcast in which we give our guests their interview. Now, what might happen in a month or so is that we are going to come back off hiatus and we're going to have this slot sponsored. Do you want to have your brand, band, or adventure adventure sponsored (laughs) on the show? Well, hey, now's your animation. What's your hand animation to sponsor the show? Now's your time. We are going to be offering sponsorship on the show because, hey, man, shit's kind of hard out here for niggas. And we also showcase your stuff as well. Okay. So if you want to get sponsorship for oh the podcast, hit me up on oli at babetalk.tv or you can hit up james at babetalk uh, james at babetalk.tv or just send us a message. <laughs> We're really easy going, guys. We're not professional with this at all. We're just getting some stuff going. So, anyway, um, that's that. <laughs> I'm never, we're never going to get professional, guys. So what we're going to do okay. is we're going to write his interview. Um, we have a lot of things to, to just go over, and, and I'm just loving that this is the episode in which we get to kick things um, off with, just to go into a lull. I'm word vomiting right now. It was going to be an interview. Lauren's going to ask a question. Melissa's going to ask a question. I'm going to ask a question. But first, I want you just to give a background as to who um, you are and what the new Fury is for those listening at home. Hmm. Well, um, a little bit of background. So I've been running the site for a little over, it's like two and a half years now. Um, I co-ran and mainly it was kind of the predecessor to the New Fury's Introduce Yourself magazine at, at the end of 2011. And kind of how it all came about is, uh, you know, I'd mentioned, or I'd mentioned like near the beginning of the podcast, I've always been kind of behind the bell curve as far as what adults normally do. You know, uh, I didn't really have a full-time job until a couple years ago. And, uh, 
and and some other things that I'm not going to rehash again. But um, dude, I'm 27 and don't work full time. You fine, go on. <laughs> you fine. No, you're good, dude. You're good. But I, you know, I, I've growing up, I was I, I my family wasn't really like a musical family or anything like that. But my dad is an. Just besides being an awesome person, he, he has a massive music collection. He has some awesome vinyl. I'm not really a vinyl person, but I, I totally get the appeal. Um, but more than that, he, um, you know, when he was my age and a little bit younger, he would go see Pink Floyd, Boston, Van Halen, Kiss, just about any important classic rock band. Uh, um, he he saw the Grateful Dead like five or six times in a year. It was, it was awesome. And, uh, you know, he kind of instilled that love of music to me. And as I grew up, um, you know, like you guys probably did, uh, I, I was old enough to where, you know, MySpace was a huge thing. And I, do any of you guys remember Fuse TV when it was big? Yeah. Okay. Obsessed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Fuse TV was my thing, and I probably discovered more bands from there before I really did the whole MySpace thing than anything ever. You know, Story of the Year, The Used, uh, In Berlin, you know, a, a lot of bands that I still love and listen to. And it was the end of 2011, and I had actually helped a friend of mine who uh, interviewed bands, and I was like, how do I do this? So I did a little bit of research, and... As, or I was going to start my own blog. Obviously, building something up from the ground up like that, as you guys probably know, that's never easy. And luckily, I didn't have to know. do that. Wouldn't know at all. Well, <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're having fun. It's all good. It's all good. Go on. This is why we can't have nice things. This is why we can't have nice things. <laughs> But, yeah, so I, I, I was lucky enough to have someone who, even though I, I wouldn't say we're not friends, but it, it's hard to, I, I guess it's hard to coexist sometimes with people that their values are way different than you. But that's that's all I'm going to say about this subject, because he's still someone that yeah. uh, that mentored me, you could say, and I'll, I'll always appreciate him. But um, he's a guy by the name of Tim Morris, and he, he ran a website. I forget the name of the website he ran before, but it was a couple months after I joined him, and I think the first band I interviewed was Straight From The Past. It was, like, the beginning of 2012. What? Oh. That's awesome. Sorry. Yeah, the, <laughs> uh, those are my fucking dudes. Uh, it was, Love it was a pretty cool experience, honestly. And uh, after that, I never thought I'd get to do stuff like that. But it kind of went on and on, and with me, you know, I I wasn't dating anybody at the time. I, I wasn't really working. I was just kind of staying at my grandparents' house, living with them, and then going to shows maybe ten minutes away, like three or four times a week. And no kidding. I would, I would go to a show at least twice a week, and sometimes I'd even go to shows that were, like, across the street from each other. Luckily, where That's I live... Awesome. Yeah, luckily where I live in St. Pete, that's that's an option if there's two really good shows on the same night. So I would do that, and then you know, with me being active, he he has a big family. I think he has four kids now. So him live and him living kind of far away, 
from where all the shows were meant that it was really up to me to do whatever I wanted, keep everything active, and, uh, you know, it's been before, but at the same time, you know, I felt like this it was a really good thing for me to be starting off with because, um, you know, I got to do all these things that most people my age wouldn't really get to do. I mean, for instance, when or when I did I did press for Warped Tour that year, and I was kind of, I was like stunned that this is something I'd ever get to do. I'm like, wow, I'm back in the press tent with all these people, and you know, I'm I'm not the kind of person that gets really starstruck around famous people or musicians. I'm like, oh hey, you're a human being like me. You just happen to play music, or you happen to be doing something like instead of art. I think that's cool, and. Uh, to anyone listening out there, I totally understand why you'd get excited to meet your favorite musician. But if you treat them like a human rather than, oh my god, oh my god, it's you from that band, they're, they're going to be a lot more likely to not be like, oh, this person. Anyway, enough about that. So, <laughs> you know, it kind of kept snowballing. And then, we, uh, I mean, um, I, I try not to divulge traffic stats and stuff like that, but we would hit, like, <laughs> people per month, sometimes 100, 200, it kept snowballing and it was to the point where I thought, you know, he built this, I, or I joined and now it's up to me to kind of keep building it. And before you know it, we have other team members who, are, who work about half as hard as I do, but that's twice as more than most people work because like I, said, I didn't have a lot of responsibilities. So it kind of kept building up and up, but with different personalities and writers coming in, you had people that might want to change things for the worse or are really stubborn. And, I mean, it, it, it's it's hard to say why the website ended up disbanding, but, you know, I, I'm totally okay with it now, but basically what happened is some people wanted to focus on only one genre of music, and even though I didn't run the entire thing by myself, I co-ran it, and I uh, and I helped build it quite a bit. So I, you know, I felt like I mean, don't get me wrong, I love pop punk music. I, I think it's great. The Get Up Kids are one of my favorite bands, and that's I, I listen to the genre in general a lot. But if or, if I'm going to focus on one genre of music, you're, you you kind of want to do that from the outset if you're starting a blog, and not do that like when your audience is made up of literally everyone. So uh, yeah, it, it eventually came to that point. Some people wanted to make it a Tumblr page. I don't use Tumblr. I, I mean, what the hell? But. I, it, it just kind of came to a head, and unfortunately, one day he just decided he'd had enough of it and canceled the website. I was, I was lucky enough to be able to save most of the stuff that I posted over that period of time, but it was it pretty much left me with a choice. It was basically either find another website that uh, uh, that I could work for that would give me create a lot of creative control like the, uh, over stuff like that, or at least a lot of input, or start my own thing. And I weighed the options. It was in April of 2013 that I realized, you know, I can get something up like this in a couple weeks with the help of friends who have their own server and stuff like that, and get things going. So 
know, but the one caveat is that everybody else went off to do their own thing. For instance, the person, Tim, that I mentioned, who mentored me through everything, ended up starting his own thing. However, I've noticed that everything in life comes in full circle because it was about a year ago that either, basically he, did, he decided that he didn't have a lot of time to do the site anymore, and it was pretty active, but it started even inactive. So we merged. And probably... Or, uh, any or anything from April 2013 to uh, I think it was like the middle or it's like right around Warp Tour of 2014. A lot of that stuff is their content they merged with mine. So, uh, like I said, I've noticed almost everything in life comes full circle, and uh, I was lucky enough for him to let him or uh, well for him to let me kind of carry on his dreams so that all that work he did again go waste. And that's kind of where we're at now. I mean, for instance, uh, you know, I, I cover Warp Tour every year, and obviously now that I have a kid and work full time, I can't go to nearly as many shows as I used to. But Warped and maybe a few other festivals and probably about a dozen shows a year what I do now. And I have other people who do photography, writing, and stuff like that. And most of the people, at least the older people, I can trust to you know, send out for a show, put the stuff up in a timely fashion, although I understand stuff happens, and generally carry on the mission that I put forth. And that's basically a lot of other sites focus on uh, tabloid stuff. I don't dig that kind of stuff. But at the same time, I will also not shy away from something that is legitimately, for instance, four or five days ago, I was kind of uh, short on content for the day. And, uh, well, I mentioned before that I'm a security agent. security agent. So <laughs> I, uh, I'm pretty much awake all night, unfortunately. Yeah. And a lot of times what I'll do, for instance, right now, if I wasn't on with you guys, I would most likely be looking for stuff from the previous day, or, or, like, earlier in the day, and then stuff I could post in the morning, auto-post here, schedule here, and then it would all go off while I'm sleeping. And the cycle continues. So, you know, that's pretty much what I do on a day-to-day -day basis. And I've tried getting people to, you know, do that kind of stuff too, but I've realized if you want anything in life done right, you got to do it yourself. So, so I really let other people do photography, reviews, and stuff like that. I take care of the news and almost all the interviews because I still love doing that stuff, and I'll never stop. And, uh, yeah, uh, I mean, that, that's kind of where we're at now. I mean, uh, 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 it, it's weird. I don't know. Did it, did uh, did Babe Talk cover Warp Tour this year or no? Babe Talk did not. We're, we're going to be um... – Pushing to really cover it next year. Okay. We're, we're we're still a lot in our infancy, so we have a lot of big ideas. Shout outs to everything ever. Um, but we're we're working. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, it, it was crazy. I like I said, I had started the new theory in April 2013, and I still had all the contacts that I or. Uh, um, that, you know, I would email them back and forth, okay, here's a new album that comes out in two months, listen to it, tell you what you think, and stuff like that. And uh, 
you know, I still had all those contacts, so I, I kind of had a head start compared to a lot of people, but it was still a chore trying to build up that traffic and keep it going, and I've, I've had that down pat for a while. It's just how, how do you get things to get bigger, and that's, that's what I'm doing now, so uh, that's kind of where we're at. Um, to kind of answer your question a little bit more, though, since I love to talk, apparently, um, <laughs> Um, You're fine. Basically, the mission here is, um, you know, if if you're a fan of music, uh, really any kind of music, uh, more alternative and indie and post-hardcore stuff. But like, for instance, uh, but like I said, I, I grew up listening to a lot of '90s, music, you know, all those grunge bands like Alice in Chains. I love bands like them. I, I think brilliant and and, and Everybody should listen to them. But a lot of that stuff I was raised on, I want people to go and rediscover. So I would say more than anything, the site is about discovering new music and rediscovering old stuff. Um, you know, it, it, because, for instance, uh, for a couple of years, like uh, last year and the year before, you know, my ticket home were kind of reviving that new metal sound. And you know, obviously that kind of sound was huge 15, almost 20 years ago. So things like that kind of come in cycles. And uh, I feel like if, if, uh, if people want to discover new music and rediscover old stuff, because I'm not the kind of person that says, oh, all new music sucks, because if you actually think that, you may want to actually discover Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's 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 a close, it's a close mind, mindedness that people just end up getting into, and it's just like I'm comfortable here, and not and everything else is bad. It's like expand, open your mind, don't yeah. do that, but just say like, oh, I'll listen to a new song or or two, you know. Exactly. So, um, jump. Let's let's just jump in into some backstory because I'm I'm more about. Cause it, uh, of course, like I, I love the the incentive that 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 you have to, to jump into things, but where did the actual like fire come from that made you want to start getting into journalism? That's in, really any fashion, like even from from interviews. Because I know you were t- t- talking about your father's record collection before, but uh, but uh, but like what what actually pushed you to be like oh shit like like were you involved in a scene beforehand? Did you did someone just like ask you a question, and then you're just like, oh, how will I ask you a question? And you're just like, whoa, I, I fucking like interviewing. <laughs> um, uh, that's, that's a really good question. Uh, I, I kind of mentioned before that uh, a friend of mine, Lisa Cart, who uh, doesn't really do this kind of stuff anymore, but like, uh, she messaged me one day back when we were like, really close, even though she's like five years older than me, and... Uh, she had, she had emailed me and said, my main camera person uh, can't go to the show. you want to go with me? And, uh, and and I was like, I love the sharing. So, yeah, I, I went with her, and I helped her a couple more times before the end of the year. And then it was one night where, uh, you know, I was in my room on my computer like I normally, like I always, and uh, thinking... Why am I not doing this stuff? Oh wait, I don't. I know because I don't know where to start. So, and it, it kind of evolved into like what I was saying because I felt like so much. I still feel this way, and I've always this way. There's a lot of good music and influential 
that goes unnoticed. And I, I mean, I, I, I don't know if this is where you could say the fire came from, but I, I've always been kind of an audiophile. Uh, <coughs> I don't even have my external hard drive with me, but on my computer alone, uh, uh, my com er, my laptop has 750 gigs of data. Five, or, uh, probably closer to 600 of that is music. And uh, uh, it, it's crazy how much good music and how, <coughs> how many incredible genres and albums that people just, you know, miss out on. Um, Absolutely. Oh, there's somebody outside. They're strange. Okay. Anyway, so that, that's kind of uh, yeah, that's kind of where the fire came from. I I love music and I've always loved music, and uh, there's always going to be something new to discover. So uh, I, I don't know. There's yeah. The, the, does that answer your question? I know it does. And 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 when when you were going in into um like oh shit like how do I get involved? It's great to see people that like come from a music scene. Or just, or just like, like, even like an interest in like, hi, I don't know how to do this, but I want to learn. Like, oh, definitely. Um, I, I'm really glad you say that because uh, Peter, like, Peter, more acquaintances who like maybe I grew up with or was really close to, but aren't so close to anymore. Like, wow, I can't believe you do all this stuff. Wow, you have a family. Wow, you get to meet all these bands, I'm like, that's not really the special part for me. The special part is, uh, uh, um, you know, somebody somebody who I don't even know saying, wow, thank you for introducing me to this band, because they're really good, that means a lot to me, and I'm like, wow, that's pretty cool. That's, cause I, um, it, I mean, like I mentioned, I'm a security agent at night, and this is kind of my, I guess you could say a part-time job, because of the yeah. hours that I put into it. But it's something that I would never uh, I would never trade in for anything really, you know. Unlike uh, unlike my friend Tim that I mentioned, you know, if I if I ever felt like it was time to give it up, I would never delete the site completely or anything like that, because I feel like all that work would go for nothing. I'd rather give it to somebody who has a similar, even the same amount of fire and the passion that I have. But, um, yeah, I, 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 think it's, I think it's really important for people who are interested in this field and stuff like that to, uh, to meet people who do those same things. And then that way people are asking questions like, oh, wow, how do you do this? Because for me, I've always had an avid interest in music. And actually, uh, um, kind of a side note, but I'm a massive sports fan, probably more knowledgeable about it than I am music, which is interesting. Um, but, yeah, so I feel like if, if you're trying to get in this field, make friends with people who are in the field as well. And, uh, you know, it, it, if you're interested in it, it's really not that hard. And, I mean, obviously you're going to say – you're going to save money on uh, getting into shows and stuff like that. That's At first, that's the way I looked at it. I was like, wow, I get to write, post stuff on a website that people actually check out, and I get to get into free shows? Cool. And then the more I realized it, the more uh, the more I realized that, wow, I, I, get to whole, I get to have a whole bunch of awesome experiences that not many other people get to do, and it's not even work or difficult for me. It's just fun, you know? Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> and it's symbiotic too, because like you have people that want to get their stuff out, and then you're just like, oh shit, well I want to have a platform in which you'll be able to speak from. Definitely, and uh, a, a couple interesting things is that um, uh, how do I say this? Um, yeah, a couple interesting things about me is that uh, I, I don't really divulge information like this a lot, but I. Uh, I have pretty bad social anxiety disorder, at base, it, but it's not around like individual people, but it, it's mainly around big crowds of people that I don't know, and it, it's not even that big of a deal as long as I have something to do, but if if I don't have anything to do, or like it, for instance, if I were to forget my phone at a show like that, that I was kind of like half interested in, and I didn't have like a friend there to hang out with, I'd kind of clam up and not really comfortable and enjoy myself. Like I said, that's not something I really divulge a lot to a lot of people, but it's uh, it's something interesting. And then the, uh, a couple of the other things is, well, the main thing is that um, I'm actually scared shitless of talking on camera or anywhere where people might make fun of my voice. And it's not that I have, like, an abnormal voice or whatever. It's just that I am totally afraid of fucking up stuff like that. So... Uh, <laughs> I, I know a lot of other people feel that way as well, but obviously I'm doing something the complete opposite of that, but the reason why I'm so good at it and I like doing it, even though it's scary, is because I actually know my shit. And I, I really try not to sound e like an egomaniac when I say that. I'm totally the opposite of that. But I feel very strongly that... Um, that I know a lot of music and I low I know a lot about a lot of things and I just want to share that with people. So uh, I I think anyone who can overcome something like that, whether it's me or somebody else, is some is uh, is a pretty cool thing, I guess. That's very true. Yeah, yeah for sure. I agree. And I, and I do do love how how you were like when you were you know divulging about your um fear of having like to go on camera and speaking and you're here on the podcast. So like hey, I'm glad yeah. that you right? Thank you. Yeah. Cannot fuck up any more than we have in the past, present and future. So hey. <laughs> always got a friend and Dave talk. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. That's so true. <laughs> so, um Lauren, do you have a, does anyone else have, have a question? Um, we're going to be wrap, wrapping up soon, so I'm going to try and fit a few more questions in, and I've been occupying time. So uh, does anyone else want to ask a question? Sure. I'll go. I, well, go um, if we, Okay. If you could interview anybody, who would you most want to interview? Whose brain would you really want to pick? Um... This is a good question because uh, I've been lucky enough to talk to almost all my favorite musicians. That's awesome. Um, to give you an idea of the kind of the starting point as to where I am music-wise, I listen to just about everything, but my five favorite bands are Deftones, Linkin Park, yep. Price, Funeral for a Friend, and probably Porcupine Tree. So uh, it's kind of all over the place there. Yeah. But, uh, it would it would probably be uh, four of those bands honestly because because uh, uh, I was lucky enough to be able to talk to uh, and I'm kind of sad they're breaking up but I know it's their time to go um, Matt from Funeral for a Friend for uh, yeah. um, I think it was a couple or, yeah it was the last year where uh, um, 
it was the 10th anniversary of Casually Dressed and Deep in Conversation. That's yep. an influential record. So uh, I was able to talk to him about that. And, you know, that, that, was, that was pretty cool. Um, That's but awesome. It, it, it would definitely be those four other bands. Maybe maybe some other bands as well, but definitely those four other bands. Really any of the members. But uh, if I had to pick two, I guess it would be uh, it would be Dustin from Thrice. And, uh, nice. Nice. Chino Marino from Deftones or uh, yeah, yeah. Wilson from Porcupine Tree. Those are all great and talented musicians to me. And if I could only pick one, it would almost, without a doubt, be Chino Marino because I love that guy. He's <laughs> and if I, if I may, kind of to piggyback off of that, uh, who is the, who was the most surprising interview that you've done? Like, who who kind of threw you for a loop? Like, in a good or bad way, but I guess I was thinking, like, who were you kind of going into it being like, I don't know what to expect from this person, and it ended up being, like, totally different. They just completely turned your expectations upside down when you interviewed them. Okay. Um, I have a few... Uh, I'm trying to rack my brain, but there's two that come to mind right now. And... Mm -hmm. uh, it wasn't so much that the interview was amazing, although <clears throat> it was a lot better than I expected, and he gave some really good answers. It was kind of one of those things where I just wanted to keep talking to him. But probably the most surprising was actually uh, in 2013 when I interviewed uh, Christopher Drew from Never Shout Never. I, I know. Don't get me wrong. I, I'm actually not uh, – I am not. I don't hate the band. They're just not really my kind of – I guess. I'm, you know, I'm a, almost that's fine. And that's not really my demographic. So, um, uh, but there was one album I listened to from them I, I gave it a chance. Uh, is that Time Travel album is basically like a psychedelic indie rock album. It's interesting. Oh, wow. So, at, at, at where it came about was it was a warp tour, obviously. And, yeah. uh, you know, I, I was sitting in the press tent waiting for a couple bands to show up. I think it was like We Came as Romans and a couple other bands. And uh, I think it was Never Shout Never's uh, tour manager or something was like, hey, uh, we had a couple people didn't show for an interview. Uh, you want to talk to Christopher Drew? I'm like, okay. <laughs> That's uh, hilarious. Yeah, awesome. and I, I know you guys have probably heard about all the shit about him and Brian Stars and yeah, whatever. Uh, I uh, unfortunately, I'm kind of uh, I kind of side with Christopher on that one because uh, you know I, I'm just not a fan of people who uh, how do I word it? Uh, you know, uh, consider, think of themselves as journalists, but ask questions that are superfluous or unimportant. But I, I'm I'm not. That's, True, true. Uh, yeah. I, this is safe space. We can shit talk on that kid all night. You want to? Uh, well, I don't know anything yeah. about any of these people. So Brian Stars. Brian Stars is. Google him later. Come back to me tomorrow. Okay. Yeah, basically. It's funny because he was sort of my anti-inspiration, <laughs> if that makes any sense. Basically, do oh, things. Yeah that are the complete opposite of him and ask questions people care about to hear the answers. So, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. thank you, Brian, if you're listening. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, 
But yeah, yeah. A, a little bit more about Christopher Drew. So you know, I, I've obviously I'd heard all the shit that happened between him and people like, oh yeah, he's an asshole and only sleeps with girls and stuff like that. And I'm like, okay, well I'll try to be a little more open-minded about it. And uh, you know, I wasn't even expecting to be talking to him, so I had like no questions. So I was like, okay, uh, 60 seconds. Let me think of some stuff to ask you. Oh hey, your album Time Travel. It's actually enjoyable. I like it. Thank you. Let's talk about it. So, and the interview was like 15 minutes. It it probably would have been double that, but I or, to give you an idea, Warped Tour is like my big day year where I for instance, this year, I was going to go to the Orlando date as well, but in one day, I did somewhere around 16 or 17 interviews. In oh, five. oh my god. So, That's for calculus. Yeah, it, That's it, great though. Warp Tour is, is a pretty hardcore day for me, but the good news is with all the content, I have something to post for the next three weeks, and that's not even yeah. out in photo galleries. So, uh, but yeah, more, more about talking to Christopher Drew, he, he was very, he, at least he seemed to be very uh, very educated and intelligent. It's, it was honestly kind of a joy talking to him because after the interview, I was like, Okay, the, the, that was really fun. I wasn't expecting that. And then, uh, and then he, it, he was, uh, I think he was talking to some kids in like a tent or something. I don't know if it was like a meet and greet or uh, something like that. But he came up to me, like stopped what he was doing. He came up to me and was like, "Dude, thank you again for that interview. You asked some really good questions. I actually had to think quite a bit." So I, I was kind of nice. stunned when that happened. And, and wow. I, I know that's gratifying. Yeah, and I realized that 30 minutes with someone like that does not, uh, you know, hold on. Uh, it doesn't really define the kind of person they are. For instance, someone you grew up, well, like someone you met for 30 minutes could be the nicest person in the world, but then they could be a serial killer. So, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but... Yeah, so it, you, you never quite know someone for the most part. Yeah. So for all I know, he still could be that kind of person. But if he was nice to me, then <laughs> I'm not going to say anything outside of that. I'm going to say, well, he was nice to me. So if he's like that towards you, then there I don't know. That's unfortunate. So, <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah, oh, that, gosh. That's probably the most surprising Um one of the funniest ones I did, but it's also pretty informative. I interviewed Escape the Fate at uh, Uproar last year. And yeah, yeah wow. it, it was a good time. It was Craig and uh, and uh, one of the dudes who left the band as like money or something. I don't know. I I'm not super into the band, but I liked their last album. So, uh, but yeah, I got to talk to them and hang out with them on their tour bus, and I never thought that would happen. And uh, but, yeah, so I got that hooked up, and they offered me alcohol at the end of it. They are like, whoa, thank you for hanging out with us and asking us some cool wow. questions. You want, uh, <laughs> do you want some vodka? And I was like, I don't really drink, but thank you. I'd probably lose my shit. Like, I, like, oh, I'm a like, is, like, one of those, like, secret bands that I love, but, like, the oldest case get a face. So, like, even though, like, if someone would be like, oh, what would you do over summer? like... Yo, I shared like a drink with with like Craig Owens and some members of Fucking Skid. Like that's sick. Yeah, for sure. Agree. But, that, but that's that's it. Yeah, I I I just thought that was really cool because I I'm uh, I'm just this average person who I mean I I I didn't even really like the band that much. I I definitely didn't dislike them. 
it, it's just another one of those things where I uh, I liked them a couple years ago, but I'm not really into stuff like that anymore. But it was still fun hanging out with them, and I saw that I saw them later because um, I, I feel like if a band is going to give me their time and stuff like that, it doesn't matter if I don't like them. I at least owe it to myself to check out their stuff. So I think yeah. that they ended up being good. I I may go see them. Uh, in November, December, when they're here on their headlining tour. I, I don't know, maybe. But that was definitely a surprising one. The other one is uh, I'm, a, I'm a huge fan of uh, progressive rock and stuff like that, and one of my favorite bands who I never thought I'd see, let alone would ever come over here again, a band called Anathema, who are from uh, the UK. Um, they were on tour with him, and uh, that was one of my favorite bands growing up for a while, anyway. And... Uh, uh, yeah, I used to be a little goth kid. It was kind of uh, funny, and then I grew up. Um, but <laughs> we're also but, goth kids inside. It's all good. Uh -oh. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I had, uh, you know, I had found out like three or four days prior to them playing in St. Pete, they were doing one of those one-off shows on tour where they were headlining. It was announced like a week before the show, and. Uh, so I figured, okay, well, I'd even pay to go see them, but I'm going to see if I can hook up maybe a photo pass or even an interview. And, and their PR person was like, sure, we can do that for you. And I hung out with uh, Vincent Cavanaugh on their tour bus, and I think we talked for like 30 to 40 minutes about everything, you know, their old music, why they don't really play a lot of it anymore. Um some of our favorite bands like Radiohead and uh, and U2 and stuff like that. And I could have kept talking to that guy for hours. Literally, the only reason why I stopped is because uh, they had to go do sound check. So, uh, yeah, um, that, that was definitely a really good time, though. Uh, I wasn't so much surprised by that as I just was the fact that I got to experience that and realizing that that's something that, uh, you know, like I mentioned before, not a lot of people get to do. And, you know, the, I grew to love them even more after I saw them. I was like, why have I not listened to this band very much before this? And now they're one of my favorites. So yeah. there you go. Nice. So cool. All right, Melissa, do you got a cool question? Uh, yeah, I do. Um, I was just wondering, where do you see yourself taking the new theory in the future? Do you have any goals that you would like to accomplish with your... Yeah, um, some of my goals, without going too much in depth, because I could do that all day, uh, really, I just want to see, or I'd love to see my site grow to the size of, like, you know, Revolver or Loudwire, but without, or, or without um, you know, taking part in all the gossip and drama that goes with that kind of stuff. Uh, I mean, for instance, if a band member leaves a band and it's like acrimonious, you know, I'm always going to stay true to who I am and, and post, uh, you know, post something that's very objective about it, not like slanted toward either way. You know, okay, this, that, and the other happened. And, and that all kind of comes from, uh, it was actually in middle school, I took a journalism broadcasting class. And that's kind of where the seeds of what I do now are set. I actually didn't mention that before, but uh, it was in eighth grade when I did that. Super awesome. I did the sports every day, actually. Um, but, yeah, so that's from, from those classes, that's one thing I've always carried with me. Be objective about everything you're reporting on and, uh, and stuff like that. 
Um, I, for, for that reason, I, 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 even though I unfortunately curse a lot, I try not to. But uh, I, I try to keep that stuff out of the website, too, because, uh, for instance, uh, a, a lot of the bands that approach me, and not really a lot, but a decent amount, or, and there's some of my favorites, are you know, Christian or whatever bands. And uh, you know, I was raised in the church and stuff like that as well, so I, I, I totally get it. And, uh, and a, lo a lot of those bands are like that, and that's why I try to keep profanity, or, you know, I'm okay with funny things, but I try to keep anything that's not family friendly out, for the most part. Um, but yeah, so, uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, what was the question again? I'm sorry. <laughs> oh no, you're good. What are like some of the future milestones you wish ahead? Gotcha. Okay. Um, well, what I've been working to do for probably the last year, because um, my audience for the most part, keeps getting bigger, or at least it's the same as it ever is, and that's a decent amount of people come to the website, you know, probably around 50,000 people a month, or at least maybe not individual people, but views and stuff like that, which is cool, you know, that's everything I could ever hope for from building something from the ground up. Um, but some of my goals are really to, I'm kind of experiencing those now, and that's that I'm able to, that just from everything I've built up and everything my staff has helped build up recently as well, I'm finally able to pay off a couple of bills with it per month. Uh, and I, because I, I have so many local bands that are, that I'm friends with and I've been friends with forever. And it's interesting, local bands are interesting because a lot of them that have connected with me and I'm like, oh, here's a new song from uh, my friend's band or whatever. But obviously I don't wear it like that. But I, 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 for any local band listening to this or a band that's trying to gain an audience, if you have a friend with a decent-sized music blog... Hello? Any, no, I'm sorry. sorry go on, go on, sorry. Oh, oh that's chill. Um, for, for, any or for any band out there who's friends with somebody in a decent-sized music blog, get them to post about your stuff because... Uh, if you're making friends with those people, what's the worst that could happen? You gain a couple new fans? I mean, anyway. Um, but, yeah, some of my goals that I'm already experiencing, actually, are, you know, even pay off, like, a cell phone bill or, or something like that every month and, uh, and, you know, combine that with the fact that if I want to go on a date night with my lady, which would probably involve dinner and a show, I don't have to pay for the show anymore. And even though because I'm doing work, it's not worked for me and never will be, but, you know, I'm able to do that stuff. It saves me money. I even make a little bit, and I'm doing what I love to do. Then, you know, it's never work, and I'm kind of experiencing that stuff now. Really, I just I, I want to see that continue and uh, find other people with the same fire as me or even half the fire and passion that I do because if I find people like that, then we will be the next Loudwire Revolver, kind of on that level. And uh, and, and since uh, since my main goals are really to get people interested in, you know, this band has a new album, check them out. Oh wow, this is good. Tell your friends or or something from 20 years ago that's probably influenced a lot of the bands around nowadays. For instance, there would be no Man Overboard or the story so far without Jawbreaker and the Get Up Kids. People need to remember that. And if I can accomplish these goals and still do that stuff, then that's perfect. That's that's what I hope to do. 
it's it's awesome to see someone that wants to that to yeah. just just to better the music scene. It's just awesome to see people that's just wanting to better the music scene. And indirectly, you guys um, influence small blogs, kind of like Babe Talk, that that want to do the same thing. And we look around and see, and see like, oh shit, we have the same type of mentality, and like people still want to get this done. And we have friends in the scene, so it's great to pick your mind and to. Um, see exactly why you do it, and and what future stuff you want to have done with it, and not be a shady person on top top of it. <laughs> so, Bradley, thank you so much for sitting down with us and giving the interview, man. Oh, for sure. Oh, sure. <laughs> yeah. So we're coming towards the end of the show. Um, as we I touched on earlier, um, Babe Talk's gonna the podcast at least. Excuse me, the podcast is gonna be going on a little bit of a hiatus. What we're going to be doing during this three-week hiatus, because we will be coming back next month, we are going to look for bands. Hey, guys, if you want to come on the podcast, whether you do photography, if you're in a band, if you're a promoter, if um, anything, if, if you're a clothing line designer, anything within the realm of us and the music industry, hit us up. Ollie at babetalk.tv, O-L-I at babetalk.tv. Send us a message on our Facebook. Send us a message on our Twitter page. Send us a message. And at the email that I gave to you, there's also a form that you can fill out on our website. Did I say website? Why did I say website? Because we might be getting a new website. Not my We actually do have a website that we will be premiering um, at the end of the month as well. So that's really cool, and I can't wait to show everybody that. <laughs> and also that I'm going to show people because I'm going to set up a little thing so that I can start sending these to people. We have stickers now, guys. Yeah. Really, but, but we got fucking stickers. So if you guys want stickers, I will be setting up something in which I'll send you a sticker for free, and that will be cool. So, Bradley, is there any information of the new Fury that you want to dip in before we sign off here? Um. Yeah, actually, uh, October is going to be kind of filled with shows for me now that I have a car, because even though I have a family and work full-time, I'm going to be able to get around quite a bit more. Uh, there's a whole bunch of shows that we're covering, uh, a couple of interviews, actually really high-profile ones. Uh, um, for instance, uh, October 11th is most likely going to be my next show, but I'm going to see Torch, Failure, and Hum in Orlando. And uh, the latter two of those bands are bands that I grew up listening to again and were really huge 20 years ago. And I'm, I'm glad they're back and playing shows. That's going to be an experience. Um, I'm actually going to be interviewing uh, Torch and Failure, which is uh, going to be amazing. Um, I'm probably going to be doing photography at that show. Not me, but uh, my friend Brandon Bradley, who's also helped me out a ton with the site. Um, some other shows we've got coming up that we'll either be doing interviews or photography at uh, Angel Vivaldi and the Algorithm in uh, again in October. Uh, Alcest and Emma Ruth Rundle, who is a total babe, by the way. Um, I actually met her last year, and I kind of drooled a little bit. So uh, yeah, back um, in starstruck. Yeah, I, I kind of was. <laughs> I always said I'd never do that to somebody, but and I was able to hide it really well, but I was kind of like, you're awesome, your music's awesome, uh, do you want to get coffee? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> she's great, though. Um, and then a couple other shows around there, uh, I might do something for my birthday as well. So uh, that's really what we've got going on right now. Um, other than that, a thank you to anyone who's ever clicked an article, shared an article, uh, 
told your friends about us, that, that really means a lot to me. Uh, if you've never discovered a new band because of us, or even an older band that's super influential, that, that, that even means more to me. So uh, thank you again for anybody listening to this or supports me, because like I said, I'm just an average person who decided to do something like this thanks to the influence of a couple friends of mine, and I feel like if somebody like me can do this, then I, I think almost anyone who has an interest in music and just wants to show the world that there's more bands than just here in a square, here in a square, here in a rectangle, and there's a huge circle and sphere of bands that you should probably check out, then, uh, yeah, that, that, that's pretty much all I got. God damn, I love it. We're gonna see you in a month. Um, apparently, it's just gonna start echoing now, so I guess that's just us yelling and stuff like that. So, Brad, again, thank you so much. Thank you so much for sharing your views. It was great. It was awesome. Um, Lauren, Melissa, I'll see you guys around. And okay. from here, you guys will see us in a month. Enjoy, guys. Guys, guys, stuff. Blah, blah. So long. We'll see you. Yeah. Bye.